Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from The Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Farm to store in days, not weeks. That's 80 Acres Farms. Did you know most salads travel over 2,000 miles to reach your plate? But not 80 Acres Farms. Their crisp salad greens and herbs are food less traveled. They stay fresher for longer in your fridge. My salad lasts all week long, which means less food waste and easy meal planning. Oh, and did I mention there's zero need to wash these greens? Because 80 Acres Farms uses zero pesticides. Visit 80acresfarms.com to learn more and find their salads and salad kits at your local Harris Teeter. From the Abraham Lincoln Radio Studio at the George Washington Broadcast Center. Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. 2024 Pressure from the left after a prominent liberal columnist writes, President Biden should not run again in 2024, citing voter concerns about age and the VP's unpopularity. That combination seems to me to be um, potentially dangerous for the, for the Democrats in, in f- fending off what would be a disaster, a revenge presidency by, by Donald Trump. David Ignatius getting so much heat uh, from the left for saying what everybody knows is true. <laughs> oh, yeah. Not Self-evident. The, not the stuff about Trump being a revenge, whatever, all that crap. But uh, but the fact that Joe Biden is the most likely person to lose. And Kamala Harris would lose, too. But he also points out in that column, it's getting pretty late to do anything about it, which is uh, true on the right also. All these conversations about who's going to run and who's going to jump into a race and is Michelle Obama going to get in or on the left or uh, Glenn Youngkin on the right or blah, blah, blah. at some point you run out of time. And I thought we should talk to somebody about that. Yeah, how's all that work? Let's ask uh, Gary Dietrich, nonpartisan political analyst, longtime friend of the Armstrong and Getty Show. You ought to follow him uh, on uh, the Twitter machine, at Gary Dietrich. Uh, Gary, welcome. How are you, sir? Hey, good morning, guys. And so I've been waiting for one of the two of you, for, I mean, every, pretty much every morning to throw your hat in the ring, but it, time's a-wasting, guys. It's time to get in. Yeah, I, I feel like the average person runs around with this belief that any human being can just decide to run for president the month before the election, 
and uh, and, and 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 surprise everyone. But what what's the reality of when you got to get in before it's too late? Yeah, that's a great question, guys, and it is coming up a lot right now for the reasons you mentioned. And of course, you know, let's be clear also because of Donald Trump's legal woes in particular. You know, how long before somebody else could get in? If somebody, you know, everybody kind of has sometimes their fantasy candidate they'd like to see. This is the real key to the whole deal, and this is why you'll also hear. So much talk pretty much every election cycle about, you know, why does an independent candidate get in and what would that take and why is that so difficult? It boils down to one very simple general fact, and that is we do not run national elections in the United States. We run 50 separate state elections. Each state has their own filing requirements. Some of those require a certain, a fairly sizable number of voter signatures. Others are just a filing fee, but they all have deadlines. That's the real key. And so that's why, for example, next month is the filing deadline for South Carolina and Nevada. After that, it's Arkansas and another state. In December comes a whole slew of states, including the biggies, California and Texas. So in other words, if if Michelle Obama decided, you know, I am going to run for president in November, she can't get on the ballot in South Carolina and Nevada, for instance, if she makes this decision in November. She just couldn't. that's well, exactly as an independent right. or as a Democrat? Uh, either way, you have to, I mean, you have to, you know, if you're going to put your name on a ballot, uh, you, you have to go through this filing process. And that's the real challenge. That's what people sometimes forget. And that is why, uh, you know, now there would be a difference, for example, if the president were to, say, in the middle of next spring, for whatever reason, he's incapacitated. He has to leave office. And then the vice president, of course, would assume his duties. Now you're in a whole different ballgame. Half the primaries are over. You'd have to have the party itself begin to think about what they're going to do about it. And keep in mind, you know, there is always the option for the party to have a so-called brokered convention. That came up sometimes. You know, we were think- talking about people like Hillary versus Bernie Sanders, etc. But the real bottom line is you've got to go through a process of getting your name on a ballot. Every candidate, of course, has a filing process doesn't matter whether you're running for city council or whatever it is. And there are very specific requirements to, uh, attached to each of those. Okay, before we get off on that, so here's there are a couple of scenarios I think are likely, uh, because I am on the record saying Joe Biden will not run again. He can't. It's absurd to think that he could serve even part of another term. If... Uh if, for instance, uh, they go ahead and put off uh, reckoning with that reality until the convention, he stands up and says, I really can't be running. Let's have an honest debate here at our convention of who we want the candidate to be. They could do that, right, and get the candidate on, on the ballot in all yeah, 50 that's states? Correct. And he would, and Joe, he would have a lot of leverage to do that, particularly if he'd already garnered enough of the delegates to make him the nominee. You know what I mean? I mean, he'd be saying, basically, I'm stepping aside for whatever reason, and uh, I'm not going to, you know, utilize my rights of having this many delegates. It becomes a lot more dicey, of course, is when, again, I mentioned that one scenario, where you get to a convention or get close to a convention with no clear winner, or at least, or at least uh, looking like there's some serious competition there. This, by the way, is also made more dicey on the Democratic side. Because for those people who don't know, the Republicans are following the traditional model. You've got the Iowa caucuses coming up here in, in February. You've got the uh, then, then followed by New Hampshire, the first primary, et cetera. Yeah, uh, let's see, I'm just looking here. January 15th, Iowa Republican caucuses. Real quick on the Democratic side, 
There's a huge debate underway. The Democrats want to make South Carolina their first primary. They want to do that on February 3rd. They say it's going to make for more diverse representation. No, it's because because they're they're, they're worried that Biden could lose in some of those other places. They want to start with a big win. That's why. Let me clarify something. Gary, okay, real quick, because I think we're confusing people. We talked about I'm all confused. those filing filing deadlines in November and a slew in December, blah, blah, blah. Right. But now you're saying, yes, they could switch the candidate in August of next year. So are you filing to have, like, the party on the ballot or what? How do you square those two things? No, you're, fil- you're filing to have your own name on the ballot, Joe. And um, what, what's, what ultimately happens... Okay, i got to jump in again because I'm, I'm confused. So are we talking about filing to run to be the nominee of a party yes. yes okay but so okay but you could at the convention though which is not till next summer couldn't either party pick whoever the hell they want yes okay so all of that is about the nomination process but once you get to the convention because they make up the rules at the convention they can decide you know what we do want michelle obama that's possible, but she's, right? But she's not on the well, ballot in any of the states? How the hell does that work? But, but the Demo- well, the, the, what, what ends up happening is the party ends up having a, you know, they, they have rules committees, and the rules committee would get together and say, well, look, for various reasons. You know, this has been, this has been surmised when you've talked about, well, what people always ask the you know, hypotheticals. What happens if somebody gets assassinated on a campaign trail or whatever, but now they've already got two-thirds of the delegates? Then what do you do? You start the process all over. We have, you know... Uh, primaries again in all those states? No, that's impossible, of course. And so there has to be machinations, you know, within party bureaucracies for all, all kinds of scenarios. So um, that that's how it works. So they would just open it up and say, "All right, uh, you, uh, uh, Gavin Newsom, you can file to run for president here at the convention, and we'll get you on the ballots." Well, yeah, that's, that's, I'm glad you're bringing up uh, filing, Joe, in that context. No, you wouldn't file with the party. The filing happens with each individual state. And that's why, for example, okay, here's a good example. So this week you had the Secretary of State for New Hampshire. People have been trying to get bit Donald Trump's name. Let's reverse this. Get Donald Trump's name kept from going on a ballot because of the 14th Amendment and he's, you know, insurrection, et cetera, et cetera. The New Hampshire Secretary of State came out this week and said, no, if he meets the filing requirements, I have no legal recourse. And the AG in the state said the same thing about it. I have no legal recourse to keep him off of the ballot. That's Donald Trump filing to run in New Hampshire. Okay, all right. I'm going to try one more time. I'm going to try one more time. I do feel like I know less than I did before we started. I'm not, I'm not blaming you for this, Gary, but I feel like I know less than before I'm, we started. I'm, I'm going to pick Gavin Newsom just because his name is bandied about. Gavin Newsom, who has not filed to be on any ballots anywhere, is tabbed to be the nominee when Joe Biden announces he's not running at the convention. You said, yes, they can do that. He can run, but he's not. he has not filed in the way you described so how can he be the nominee? How does he well, get on the ballots? Yeah, because they'll change the rules. Well, well, those that those filings I'm talking about, guys, are just for the primaries in each of the individual fifty states. Okay, I recognize, I, I recognize why this is confusing. So he that's for the primary elections. 
The general Got election it. is a separate as a separate entity next November, of course. Well, okay, so then and that's bingo. What... Like the authorities in Pennsylvania, we have finally found the suspect that we are looking for, and that's the distinction between the primaries so, and the general. So okay. for the general election, do the two major parties basically have an they're already they're already in. They have an open slot. A Democrat and a Republican are gonna run in the general election at the convention either through the primary process or some new process, they can pick whoever they want? Uh, well, yeah, basically, the, the parties control who their nominee is. The state, As they should. You know, yeah, so, so the parties get to select who they want. And again, this has been talked about over the years, you know, again, for all the hypotheticals I threw out there. You know, what if somebody gets sick? What if they find some huge problem, you know, in their... In their whatever it is, and the, and the parties don't want to put them up as their nominee, or you have a so-called brokered convention, you get there and you don't have, nobody has enough delegates. Then the party has to become involved at the convention, and that's why you hear about these so-called brokered conventions. But whoever they pick, anybody, is okay to run as the Democrat or the Republican for the general election. Yes, clearly. So, yes. so what I have been saying has been wrong, I think, for a long time then. So Michelle Obama could drop in uh, out of nowhere to the convention, they decide to run her at the last moment. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes, and this is this is you know, it, it probably next year, guys, we're going to hear more about this than we ever have for the reasons you guys have already noted. I mean, and the same is true. The same is true with Donald Trump. Let's just say he goes through, and all of a sudden next spring he collects three uh, convictions, right, on these four different trials. I'm just making this up, right? But he's got a whole bunch of delegates. Republicans could decide, listen, you know, we just cannot go with this guy at the convention. That's, wow. That is possible to happen. Yeah, we've got to be at both conventions. because they Both brokered conventions. Because I've been, I've been <laughs> mocking for years. I remember Tim Russert and Meet the Press would always say, so we could have a brokered convention. There's not going to be a brokered convention. You guys, just your wet dream is a brokered convention. Oh. All you old uh, the journalists or whatever. we got a process. Well, this time we could have two. <laughs> Wow, could be Gary Dietrich, nonpartisan political analyst. Follow him uh, on Twitter at Gary Dietrich. Uh, Gary, thanks for the enlightenment. It was our bad, our confusion, oh, yeah, yeah, our yeah. just just towering ignorance as usual. Uh, <laughs> but it's always good to talk. Likewise, guys. Talk to you soon. Thank you. All right, thanks. So, as we learned with the whole Bernie Sanders, Hillary thing, or whatever, a couple different times, the whole primary process is a bit of a ruse. It's a focus group. To see who people like, but the both parties in, in, in behind the scenes are saying, we'll, we'll 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 call the shots here. We'll decide what we're gonna do. I mean, because that's why they like they went out of their way to try to stop Bernie. They went out of their way to try to stop Trump, but they couldn't. Right. That's more true on the Democrat side than the Republican side. The Republicans don't give super weight to super delegates and that sort of right, stuff. It's right, right. It's much more quote unquote democratic, which I happen to think is a mistake. Uh, go ahead, send your angry emails. Um, so, yeah, it depends which party you're talking about. But so, okay, so all this talk about it's too late to get in after next month is all about the primary process as it's currently constructed, assuming they, they're going to go with whoever wins. But they don't have to. Right. They don't have right, to. Yeah. We could get to the convention, and it's still wide open. Now, I'm, I'm using Michelle Obama uh, the, the, just as a – nobody thinks she's – well, no real person thinks she's actually going to run. But some – Gavin Newsom type on the left or somebody on the right could step in and both parties could decide, you know what, that's who we're going to go with. 
despite what everybody voted for during the whole primary system and all the debates and all that stuff. Screw you. We're picking this person. <laughs> yeah. In contrast to the to the, uh, you know, the, the wide, uh, you know, world of, of uh, pundits, I think Trump is seven out of ten likely to be the nominee. Biden's two and a half, maybe. Um, the the fight's going to be on the Democratic side. Everybody brings up Trump and his trials and stuff. No, it's the Democrats who have the real problem. That could be an exciting... Well, both parties have a problem. That could be a damn exciting convention. More on the way. Armstrong and Getty. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. They had it all. One minute Milli Vanilli were there. Milli Vanilli. Milli Vanilli. The next minute they weren't. They don't want us to sing. What? This is weird. We don't want to lip sync. Someone had to have known this was going on. There's no real crime here, but it costs a life. But we make a pact with the devil. There is not another story like this in music history. (laughs) The world needed a documentary about Milli Vanilli. The pop group of the 90s that won Grammys and had giant hits, and it turns out they were phony. They were lip-syncing everything like that. I'm not sure the world needed a documentary. I like the dramatic music, though, like it's the uh, JFK assassination or something. (laughs) That some pop singers turned out to be pretty dancers who were (laughs) lip-syncing. That's hilarious. Oh, my God. You know, there might be more to it. One of the guys, like, offed himself, right? Because of that? Yeah, the humiliation of it. <laughs> Why would we even care? Um, it, it reminds me of like because he's a human being, you monster. Like Andy Warhol art, where 
You know, what's what's the difference between a reproduction and the real? You know, what's what's the difference? They're good looking guys dancing around and they're lip syncing. If they were actually singing while they're doing why would it make any difference? <laughs> uh, well, I know that was my attitude at the time. This is kind of amusing, but I don't care. <laughs> anyway, uh, we got a number of texts about our last segment, which if you didn't hear it, perhaps you should mark yourself uh, fortunate for the day. Um, many, <laughs> many. Many people said, good God, that was confusing, or I'm not sure I'm in better shape now, uh, including this text, which was my favorite. Jeez, guys, sounded like Gary Dietrich was trying to explain quantum physics to a dog. (laughs) (laughs) I think there was a bit of a miscommunication there, clearly. Am I right? Uh, We can sum it up this easily. Turns out, yes, a Glenn Youngkin or a Michelle Obama could drop in at the convention and end up the nominee a year from now. So it's true. Those filing that deadlines we were discussing just have to do with the primaries, and the parties can choose to not listen to the primaries. It's right. their party. Right. They can cry if they want to. Now, there's an old musical reference. Whew. Were they lip syncing? <laughs> I doubt it. Well, that makes it more exciting now that I fully understand that. Yeah. They're going to go through the primary process, and that's probably who's going to be the nominee, because that's the way it's worked for quite a few years. But it doesn't have to be. Yeah, I'm in case, I don't know, you have a senile old husk who couldn't possibly serve as the probable nominee, you would want to plan B. I think way more likely that happens on the left than on the right. I mean, there would be such a revolt among so many Republicans if you pulled the nomination from Trump when he won by 50 points. But I think pulling nomination from Biden, most Democrats would say, good, I'm glad somebody stepped in. (laughs) I think you're exactly right. Yeah. Like I said, the chances Trump stays the nominee, I think, are seven out of ten, roughly. The chances Biden is actually the nominee, barely three out of ten. Come on. There'll be exciting stuff, though. If you miss an hour of this show, grab the podcast Armstrong and Getty On Demand. Armstrong and Getty. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other, as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infinity QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. 
BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Got updates on some of the stories from yesterday to get to. Uh, I want to talk a little bit about um, Elon, the new Elon Musk biography that's coming out from uh, one of the most famous biographers in, currently in the world, Walter Isaacson. Some uh, tidbits from that. Elon goes into demon mode, they say. Demon mode. Are you at risk? Stay with us. Things are getting weird, and they're getting weird fast. Also, uh, speaking of uh, technical achievements, have some really interesting stuff on uh, hackers and, and, and tech and are you vulnerable? Uh, but it, it occurred to me we hadn't gotten this clip on yet, and it's getting a fair amount of attention. This is a gentleman from the Washington Times at the press briefing at the White House yesterday, I believe it was, or it might have been the day prior, it doesn't matter, um, on the topic of, okay, this stuff is now completely out in the open. Uh, John, um, in the past couple of weeks, the president has lied about being at ground zero the day after the September 11th attacks, falsely claimed he saw the Pittsburgh Bridge collapse, uh, claimed his grandfather died in the hospital days before his birth. What is going on with the president? Is he just believing things that didn't happen did happen, or is he just randomly making stuff up? The president uh, was deeply touched and honored to be able to spend 9-11 with uh, military members there in Alaska and some families. Uh, and uh, was, uh, was, was honored by their presence and the chance to make an um, important set of remarks about why we need to continue to remember that day. Um, and he did that. Um, and he spoke about uh, a visit to Ground Zero, which he did participate in, uh, about a week or so after uh, the The point the being that the um, answer went on for a minute and 40 seconds. Uh, and I believe the gent may have followed up uh, briefly, what, but the question was ignored. What are you supposed to say if it's your job to go out there and make the president look good? What oh, John Kirby is very good at his job. That's the way I would have handled it, too. Um, uh, but again, the point in playing that was now it's uh, it's open. It's out. It's People are emboldened enough to just ask it in the press room. Hey, has the president lost his marbles? <laughs> <laughs> lost his marbles? So uh, transitioning to the intended topic of the segment, I found this so interesting on a couple of different levels. Car hackers are out for blood. The rise of smartphones on wheels is ushering cybersecurity risks that have never before existed in on America's roads. I don't doubt that. I've got I drive, I've got two vehicles. I got a, a, a Ford F-250 that you couldn't hack it under any circumstances. And then I got a Tesla, which is... Hackable all day long, I'm sure. <laughs> well, so, yeah, you, it's funny. You have the two extremes, really, kind of a throwback, yeah. low-tech, uh, you know, gas-powered uh, American truck and a smartphone on wheels, mm-hmm. which, which is what the Tesla is. I heard it described not as a car with software. It's software that rolls. Right. Uh, yeah, that definitely sounds closer. Uh, so there's a lot to take in there. But then you get this story from the Atlantic. A group of German hackers, hackers, uh, breached a Tesla 
but they weren't trying to seize remote, uh, control remotely for the car. They weren't trying to access the owner's Wi-Fi passwords. They weren't stealing credit card numbers uh, from a local electrical vehicle charging network or anything like that. Their target was the heated seats in the rear. And the way a lot of high-tech cars work, including Teslas, and you would know more about this, certainly, Jack, than I do, but there are features that your car is ready to give you, but they're behind a paywall. Mm -hmm. And for the Germans in question, to activate the heated rear seats, they'd have to fork over $300. And these three PhD students from the unpronounceable university in Berlin uh, along with an independent researcher and the Tesla's owner, say they physically tampered with the voltage supply that powers the car's infotainment system. They jailbroke the car so they could utilize the uh, the features that the car has. Interesting, and I, I uh, much bigger fish would be the automatic driving, which is a I didn't I bought my car used, so it was already on there. But um, it's a ten thousand dollar upgrade. I believe the cars are equipped to do it. It's just whether you paid the ten thousand dollars. Or the software to turn it on or whatever. So, yeah, if you could hack in. And that that, that relationship is not sitting well with consumers. For reasons that I was ruminating on uh, earlier today, I was trying to think now, why does that annoy me so much? The idea that <laughs> my car could do this, but I've got to pay extra right, access. It. Right, but it's not doing this. Well, right, because if if it's a question of installing a seat heater in the factory, you know, I'm assuming here I'm building, having them build me a car, um, I would gladly pay $300 for that option. But the fact that it's just a software thing and they can either turn it on yep. or not turn it on, that that's vexing to me. That's really annoying. Psychologically, it does seem like you're being ripped off somehow, where you clearly get the difference between paying for chrome bumpers or not chrome bumpers or whatever mm-hmm. uh, yeah but <laughs> just having access to the cool thing yeah it's, it feels different and if you think that's annoying <laughs> brace yourself there are also plenty of cars that are doing or car makers that are doing what for instance mercedes-benz is going to do they'll unlock more horsepower for ninety dollars a month right yeah a I'd... subscription to more horsepower that's right. That you forget you have and pay for the rest of your life. That is one of the interesting things that can happen with uh, with electric cars, particularly, is just they can control how fast, how much power you have. So you pay more for a little more power. Wow, isn't that something? A monthly subscription to have the cool motor. Man, you know, if your subscription runs out, you go back to you're driving a six-cylinder Honda Accord. On the other hand, you know, Which maybe is fine, you, by the way. things go rough for your job or you decide you really want to save up for the vacation or something like that. And you can say, yeah, yeah, I'll cut the horsepower and save myself 40 bucks a month or 90 bucks a month, yeah. or whatever it is. Wow, that's interesting. That's probably the future of cars. I thought you I had suspect the really it is, yeah. I wonder if it'll grow to everything. I thought you had the really cool uh, stereo with uh, the, the, <laughs> the bass woofer and all that different stuff. No, no I, yeah, I did, but the subscription was $15 a month, and I decided, I don't know, I don't use a... I don't listen that much rap, so I don't. So your stereo just sounds like kind of tinny, or you pay more for all the speakers to be accessed. Wow. That'd easily be possible. What else? Honey, we can't broil anymore on our smart oven. It's too expensive. So I don't know. I'll sear it on the grill or something. So they put weird. the vanity lights in the little mirror that you look at on the visor, but you have to pay $2 a month to access them or something. To turn them on. To turn them wow. on. 
BMW lets its car's safety cameras record 40-second snapshots of video for 39 bucks a year. Ford's Blue Cruise hands-off driver assist features now $75 a month. Wow, that's we're into new territory now. So you got the cool tech. It's there, but you're paying a monthly subscription. And in fact, Ford just hired a big exec from Apple to grow their future subscription revenues. Which is which we all know is has been the coming trend for a while with all kinds of different stuff. And the idea is that once you sign up for something, you forget about it. And it just kind of gets on your regular credit card statement monthly automatically charged. And you don't pay attention to it and blah, blah, blah. And I've got a whole bunch of those like a lot of people do. And now we're going to grow it to other things. So, you, so you're right. So your stove will be, it's got, you know, six burners that do all these different things. But you only currently have a subscription for four of them and they only get this hot (laughs) wow wow so there are a couple of reasons why they're doing this aside from just wanting to make more money uh they they point out here that developing and building ev batteries is staggeringly expensive it's not like a shift from you know a pickup truck to an suv it's a total reinvention of the industry it costs hundreds of billions of dollars and because evs generally have far fewer mechanical components than gas cars they really don't require well they require very little maintenance honestly mm-hmm. meaning that car makers suppliers and dealers are going to lose a significant amount of revenue they make selling parts for repairs oh yeah and so one guy from Hyundai, an executive, told uh, this reporter earlier this year that the company wants 30% of future profits to come from software, downloadable features, in-car entertainment, subscriptions, etc. And then they get into the fact that, well, okay, now you get into the hacking thing. Because you're, it's not just going to be charming German university students who want to hack into your car. It's going to be, you know, it's going to be uh, nasty people. Interesting. Which brings us to a brief uh, update of a story we mentioned yesterday, and that is uh, the MGM properties in Las Vegas got, uh, there was a, a cyber attack of some sort, and they had to shut down all their computers, and they had hundreds of employees running around with clipboards and writing down names and email addresses so they could send you your receipt, struggling to check people in, hoping that the cyber keys still worked. And it was just, I guess it was complete zoo in Vegas at the MGM properties. But updating the fact that Caesars Entertainment had been hacked. When was that? Was that a, a week ago or something like that? Um, that was indeed a, uh, a ransomware attack. And the uh, ransomware guys said, you got to pay us $30 million to get all your casinos back online. Whoa! And Caesars uh, went back and forth and said, we'll give you 15 but that's it. And they paid them $15 million of ransom. Boy, how, how does that not happen with my car at some point? Where I go to get in it, and it, on the screen it says, you ain't driving this car unless you send 1000 bucks to this address. The idea of ransomware attacks becoming rampant. I mean, it's not like, you know, unless you got a pacemaker and they take control of your pacemaker, it's probably just going to be incredibly inconvenient, stressful, and maybe cost you some money. Um, But if it started to happen semi-frequently, what would that do to the economy? Be like the Wild West where you just get robbed all the time. Yeah. 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 For some reason, they're targeting uh, gambling companies a lot, probably because they're, I don't know, there's a lot of money there. Um, 
But this uh, sort of thing is is not uh, ending. It's just beginning. Holy cats. I got a question about car repairs I want to ask and ha- throw it out to the listeners. Maybe I'll get to that later. Um, trend in the industry. Oh, the, the United Auto Workers going on strike tonight. That might halt all the big three automakers from making any cars. More on that later. Yeah, and uh, speaking of gaming fun, our friends at DraftKings remind you football is back in full swing. Another week of epic games coming up, and who's got you covered on the action for every single one of them? That would be DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. So new customers can bet $5 on football and get $200 instantly in bonus bets. Nobody's missing out on the action this season. All DraftKings customers can take advantage of two new offers every game day this September. Get in on the NFL Week 2 action with DraftKings Sportsbook. Download the app now and use the code Armstrong and Getty to sign up. Spell out and, A-N-D. Uh, new customers can bet just $5, take home 200 instantly in bonus bets. Only on DraftKings Sportsbook with the code Armstrong and Getty. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21 plus, age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario, see dkng.co slash football for eligibility terms and responsible gaming resources. Bonus bets expire seven days after issuance eligibility and deposit restrictions apply armstrong and getty witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as infinity presents a new chapter in luxury the premiere of the all-new 2025 infinity qx80 join us march 20th live from the edge at hudson yards in new york city Featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. The Armstrong and Getty Show. 
First of all, th- there's this. Don't give me a speech. Tell me what you're asking will, me to do. With all due respect, Senator, and, uh, the words you spoke are disturbing, especially coming out of your mouth is very disturbing. But I would, I would also tell you that we're not advocating for kids to read porn, to Senator Booker's what point. What are you advocating for? We are advocating for parents, random parents, not to have the ability, under the guise of keeping kids safe, to try and challenge the world view of every single manner on these issues. You're getting conceptual game. I'm not getting conceptual. Yes, you are. Yes, you are. That's the unmistakable voice of Senator John Kennedy with the Secretary of State of Illinois at a Senate hearing where Kennedy read long, long long-ish passages from uh, sexually explicit books that were available for children in school libraries and tried to get the guy to say, why are these books in the library, and why are you fighting people who are trying to get them removed? And, of course, this guy made all sorts of vague, tap-dancey answers, wouldn't address the question, and made reference to random parents trying to, you know, tell us what we can have in our library. Yeah, not porn. Yeah, if you Uh, haven't heard this stuff, what's in books, in libraries, for kids to read... It's a must-listen podcast that we did yesterday. We just played John Kennedy, the senator, reading the stuff, and it's unbelievable how graphic, explicit, triple X it is, and it's in a book in your kid's library, perhaps. Um, uh, so the, we had to do it on... We can't read it on the radio. How about the idea of there are books in the library for your kids that we can't say out loud on the radio? I mean, that, that alone is amazing, but... I mean, honestly, even if we were to, 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 again, tap dance around the words used and use, like, vague terms, it would still be just filthy. Yeah, it is, and it's not for everybody to listen to, but if you if, you're, if, you, if you can handle it, uh, check out Armstrong and Getty One More Thing, our podcast, because we played the clip of John Kennedy reading it. It's now in the congressional record. I'm sure some of those words and concepts have never been in the congressional record ever before. I would agree. Yeah, if you want, just go to armstrongandgetty.com, and I believe it's labeled as a uh, standalone podcast. The words you spoke are disturbing. And that Secretary of State guy makes a snarky, yeah, especially coming out of your mouth. (laughs) What the hell are you talking about? Boy, these people are are sick. Right. So uh, there was a school board situation in California last night, another one of those dust-ups where 100 people showed up on both sides of the issue of whether or not the school should limit the number of flags they display to two flags. Because there's a mo- movement toward you only have the U.S. flag and the state flag of California, not the pride flag. And then others are finding that just horrifically awful and hateful and bigoted and anti-free speech to only have two flags. Yeah, you again, you suddenly introduce something that's never been there before without discussion nor vote. And anybody who says, whoa, hey, that's new. What's up with that? You're a censor. You're a book banner. You're a hate monger. No, 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 no. You don't get to unilaterally change everything about an American public school education than accuse us of being nuts for saying, how did this happen? Well, and I... Clever from the uh, the uh, PR people for Pride to make it a flag thing as opposed to just a poster or a T-shirt or a bumper sticker. You made it a flag. You know, there are all kinds of different issues that you could turn into a flag if you wanted to, but nobody had really thought of that before. And so you make that your thing. And now so now you got to hang that flag in every schoolroom with the with the with the. Stars and stripes and the state flag and then this flag 
to promote your particular political thing. And what makes it especially uh, vexing slash complicated, and the reason I'm such a stickler about the terms that are used, is that the the so-called pride flag now is not gay pride, lesbian pride, or gay by uh, lesbian. It is transgender, uh, sex changes for children, uh, man-boy love. I mean, it's all sorts of some of that. That one, they're not in the open about the super radical gender theory, queer theory people. Um, But it's not just gay pride. It's like everything goes flag. That's now called called the pride flag. And there are increasing numbers of uh, gay and lesbian people who are saying, whoa, whoa, whoa. I fought for my rights here. I didn't fight for giving sex changes to 11-year-olds. So keep fighting the good fight, my friends. The car company Lyft is now letting female non-binary riders pick the gender of their driver. In case for some reason you are only willing to ride with certain gender drivers. That's interesting. Female non-binary passengers can choose the sex of their driver. The feature on Lyft will be called Women Plus Connect, will be rolled out to all users in the next few months. The feature was highly requested, according to Lyft, with the company saying it hopes to encourage more women to become drivers. According to the firm, just 23% of its drivers are women. Non-binary refers to a gender identity not solely on the male or female. Uh, Lyft oh, I get that it. Both so the they let women... They let women say, I only want a woman driver, and now they've expanded it. Okay. And Lyft added that both the driver and the rider must opt in for the feature to function properly. Is that, uh, that going to fly? With, uh, can I, can you, at a restaurant, can you say, I only want a female waitress? I don't want guys bringing me food. Can you do that? Or I think because of the risk involved in getting in a stranger's car, I think you could justify it probably legally. Mm. Yeah, that might be it. Maybe that. Maybe that's it. If you miss an hour of this show, get the podcast Armstrong and Getty On Demand. Armstrong and Getty. Infinity Presents, a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from The Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Does money stress you out? Let FACET flip your financial chaos into clarity. Finding FACET immediately put us at ease. FACET's innovative approach to financial planning ensures your money works as hard as you do, enabling members to experience the joys of having your finances in order. And that makes us FACET for life now, I guess. <laughs> Visit FACET.com, F-A-C-E-T.com to learn more. This ad is sponsored by FACET. FACET Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. These testimonials are from current FACET members who are not compensated. All opinions are their own and not a guarantee of a similar outcome. Farm to store in days, not weeks. That's 80 Acres Farms. Did you know most salads travel over 2,000 miles to reach your plate? But not 80 Acres Farms. Their crisp salad greens and herbs are food less traveled. They stay fresher for longer in your fridge. My salad lasts all week long, which means less food waste and easy meal planning. Oh, and did I mention there's zero need to wash these greens? Because 80 Acres Farms uses zero pesticides. Visit 80acresfarms.com to learn more and find their salads and salad kits at your local Harris Teeter.